And a one, and a two, and a five, six, seven, eight. Hello, and welcome to That Bloody Sex Podcast. I'm Catherine, a period and menstrual health educator. And I'm Millie, a sex and relationships educator. And we talk about all the things you aren't supposed to talk about. Let's get started. Welcome to this week's episode. Um, I'm excited! It's, yeah, it's an exciting episode. So this uh, this week's episode is a mum cast, because welcome, my mother! Hello! KK! <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Um, so we're going to be talking today about raising women and how that kind of extends into what it was like raising two girls who uh, got their periods. Yeah. Um, so because we've got my mother on this week, I imagine this will be a swear-free podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I don't like swearing in front of I've... people's parents, so just kind of... No. <laughs> Oh, and, and we already well, I know. I mean, I know you do swear I, on your <laughs> yes, yeah. In fact, it's one of the things you said you don't like about my podcast. Is that well, I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said there's quite a lot of swearing. In <laughs> she it. was like, "Does there have to be so much?" No, swearing? I'm not sure. I said, "Does there have to be so much swearing?" I just said there is quite a lot of swearing. Okay. And is... I think I asked you why you'd chosen to, uh, why you'd made the decision because you, in your first episode, yeah. you specifically said you'd discussed is it going to be sweary free or not, mm-hmm. and you chose not. Sweary free. <laughs> Sweary and I free. asked you why you'd made that decision, that's all. Yeah. And did you think we had a valid reason? Because it's like, it wouldn't be authentic for us to not swear. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. yeah that's just part of our language, you are isn't it? And, and how yeah. you talk about this stuff and how yeah. your audience does, probably. I imagine so. There we go. So we've got validation from... Yeah, and swearing's <laughs> a language of passion. Mm. Mm. Very true. Okay, yeah. Um, um, but not in, but not in front of people's parents. <laughs> <laughs> I do swear in front of you and dad, but you I do. think it's only I don't obviously I well never, we swear I, in front of you. Yeah, so. well obviously it's not a swear. I'd never swear at you. I swear <laughs> <laughs> like about about well, other things. We're going to discuss that, aren't we? Hey, that's but, got nothing to do with my period. <laughs> it's got to do with me being a bit of a bitch. Um, anyway, go on. But yeah, so. Um, can I just grab some socks? My feet are cold. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. That is a problem. What, cold feet? Yeah. Oh, I get cold feet. Yeah, well, I've done that before. I've, like, sat in here in the morning, even yeah. in the summer, and gone, oh, I won't put socks on. And then halfway through, like also, a call, I'll be thinking, what, I wish I'd put socks on. Do you know what on. I do that, Leah, that Liam gets really annoyed about? Because my feet are, like, the biggest gauge of temperature for me. They always are the first thing to get him. cold, and they're always the last thing to the first thing to get too hot. So, like, I'll be if I'm wearing socks and I get too hot, I'll take my socks off at anywhere in the flat and, and I'll, just leave I'll them. just leave them there. You do that at home too. You don't just do it in your flat in Plymouth. You do it here. There's two pairs in the living room. Because my feet get hot, and I'm like, I've just got to take my socks off now, and then I just take them off and they stay there. Your dad does the same thing. Well, it's an inherited trait, clearly. Mm. Um, Okay, so first things first. That's where I get it from, exactly. Um, First things first, how was everyone's week? Do you want to go first as you're the guest, Mum? Ah, how was my week? Yeah. My week was, uh, to be honest, my week uh, was a bit rubbish for the first few days. You've had me here. Yeah, well, I have had you here. But I've been been feeling a bit of COVID gloom. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. and so Mm. I was kind of struggling a bit 
for a few days at the beginning of the week. I couldn't concentrate on anything and I've got lots to do. I've got a new website to get ready and um, I just kind of couldn't do any of it. But yeah. then on Thursday I went to work somewhere different, mm -hmm. as you know. So I belong to a co-working space and I went to work there for a bit and spoke to some of my business friends and had a change of scene and the sun was shining and I made a plan for writing my website copy and felt much better. There we have it. So yeah. Tips on getting out of the COVID Oh my God, that's KK. so nice. <clears throat> it was, it was nice. Yeah, I love how that. Was your, how was your week? How was my week? Uh, I think I have been, yeah, I think in quite a similar space, but everything's fine. I had a bit of time off work i had a day off from work yesterday we had a nice outing uh, we did have a nice outing that's what we did this week we yeah. went for a lovely walk um in the woods and had a hot chocolate afterwards didn't we and mm -hmm. there were lots of lots of puppies around lots of people buying puppies at the moment oh. um and then i went to your workshops i went to two of your workshops this week millie yes wow i've had a, a crazy week actually um so obviously pretty much the same beginning of this week was like just the worst um i think on monday morning i woke up and i started um like getting on with stuff straight away and then um my boyfriend came downstairs and i was like i'm bored of lockdown <laughs> <laughs> it was monday <laughs> um so yeah definitely the beginning of the week was so slow um and then as the week went on it obviously picked up because yes i had my workshops which Catherine attended you certainly um did. the first the first one Catherine attended for moral support because I was so nervous. <laughs> and then um and then the second one, uh yeah, was the second one was absolutely fantastic. Well they were both fantastic, but the second one really like when I came away from it I felt really um I don't know. Fulfilled. But yeah. Yeah, so that was your week. Good week. Beautiful. Good week. Should we dive right in then? Yeah. I'd first like to know, because I've never actually asked you about this Ooh, but okay. i'd quite like to know what your experience of starting your period was oh gosh because and also i'm interested to know what your experience was because i know that my granddad your dad you've told me stories about when he saw um like pads advertised on telly for the first time and there was copious amounts of tutting lots coming tutting. from his armchair yeah. <laughs> where he left the room wow. yeah. <laughs> um so was it so, so yeah, it just must have been kind of vastly different, I suppose, to growing up now. Well, no one talked about it. No. No one talked about it at all. And Not even at school? Well, you at, get... at school you had the, a talk, I think, mm. you know. But, um, so I started my period when I was about 12 or 13, I okay. suppose. And um, I used to do, as you know, I used to do a lot of swimming. I was a competitive swimmer, so I used to go... This is relevant, Millie. So <laughs> I used to go <laughs> before school. Um, yeah. So I'd get up at like half past five, quarter to six to go swimming before school. And my dad took me and I got up one morning and I had started my period. And and obviously I couldn't tell my dad <laughs> that. And obviously I couldn't go swimming that morning. So, um, and obviously I wasn't prepared at all. I had nothing nothing you know because ready. also also it's it probably good to mention with my mum and you had two older brothers i had you two didn't older have brothers sisters. no i didn't have sisters yeah. so yeah so i had two older brothers um and so i can just remember thinking oh okay well uh i can't go swimming can't talk to my dad uh i'll just tell him i'm not very well and and 
go back to bed and wait until I can wake my mum up. Mm. Um, so that's what I did. And um, and when I felt like I could wake my mum up, I went in. I knew where she kept her. She had pads. I knew where she kept them. So I went into her room, took one out of the drawer, and said, "Can I have one of these?" <laughs> and she kind of went, "Oh, you've started this morning." Like you know, you can imagine, can't you? Um, so my mum was what, like exasperated or stressed or like yeah, she was a bit exasperated. Yeah, yeah she, she was a complicated person, um, and so that's what happened. And then I can remember very shortly after that being really, really, really embarrassed because my mum got on the phone to my aunt, her oh sister. My God. Who, oh my god um, and said the first thing she said was i was sitting at the top of the stairs listening to this conversation and my mum went you use tampons don't you <laughs> to my aunt <laughs> right and i was i was thinking oh my god oh my god and mum went of course case started here this morning oh and and uh i I think she should have tampons because of all the swimming she does, which is great. That's you know, actually was, surprisingly yes. progressive of grandma. Yeah. I didn't expect yeah. that. And I swam like multiple, t- several times a week, all the time. I was always in the swimming pool and obviously I couldn't use pads. And um, so, and she knew that her sister used tampons. So she'd got on the phone to her sister and said, you use tampons, don't you? What sort do you use? And my aunt, thank goodness, I think at the time, because she was an amazing woman, she said, uh, she used Tampax applicator tampons at the time and oh my said, God, revolutionary uh, word. and said, um, use those um, because they're easier. And I think I did, but at some point I switched to non-applicator tampons because mm. I didn't like the applicator ones. I don't know when I did that, but so I've used tampons right from day one. I've never used pads. Do you know, pads that's so from... funny wow. because I'm exactly the same. I never used, I didn't use pads from mm. day one because mm. when my, we'll probably talk about it a bit more. In fact, no, I'll tell it now. So my first period story um, is I came on at home and it was just me and my sister in the house. Mum and dad weren't here. Um, and I think I text her because <laughs> we sometimes did that what your I, mum or your sister my sister my sister she was in the, uh, right, she was right, literally right. in like the other room she wasn't even like downstairs um and i text her i think sos saying, yeah, help. <laughs> i was like i think i've started my period and she comes like running across the hall like to my bedroom Aww. and i was like oh i need to i need to find a pad i need to find a pad um because I kind of like knew where they were kept in the bathroom, but I was like, oh, I need to get a pad, I need to get a pad. And she she literally stopped me and she was like, no, 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 handed me a tampon and went, you're going to need to learn this at some point. You may as well start now. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> and then I just, and then, yeah, I used a tampon from the first time. So that was, um, but the only ones, the only tampons we had in the house were non-applicator. Mm. So the first ones I used, because you only used non-applicator, mm. they were the only ones in the house at the time. Um so yeah, the first period product I ever used was a non-applicator tampon, which isn't the easiest thing to start with. <laughs> no, but, um, I still can't I then use them. Started using applicator ones, and we had applicator ones mm. in the house. Um, yeah, but I I am one of those people that also started mm. with tampons, and have only before I switched to reusable options, I only ever used really tampons, unless I was sometimes I'd use pads overnight, but. Yeah, generally I'd use I'd use tampons pretty mm. much all the time. Uh, applicator when I first started, applicators were cardboard, not plastic. Yeah, well you can so still get talking cardboard sustainability. Ones. Yeah, you can still get cardboard ones now, but the um, they are 
I can more... I can see why you didn't get on with them. To be fair, I don't get on they're with cardboard application ones. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I find them a bit drying, and you're putting oh, yeah, them in, and you're well. like, yeah, oh. yeah. really yeah. struggle. They nice. weren't nice, not comfortable. Um, but yeah, so I was the same. I used tampons from the get go as well, and I often hear people being like, um, "Oh, whenever people say that they use tamp, they use tampons from the first time, I don't believe them. Like, I don't believe that that happened." Mm. And I'm like, "Well, it." yeah it happened to me (laughs) and also yeah like you say people who are like when you you had to use tampons from the beginning because you were swimming and you Mm. can't swim with a pad on um or you know or someone that was i don't know did gymnastics or whatever like it's a lot of dance or yeah yeah. um it is kind of easier i suppose Mm. to wear Mm. it's funny because The way you say that is funny because I know that when I started my period, it was kind of I didn't use tampons from tampons from the get go. Yeah. Um. I used I used pads. Um. Uh. But I know that the girls in my year who did things like swimming and gymnastics and things mm. like that, they were already on the tampon wagon. They were yeah way ahead, and the rest of us using pads <laughs> were behind at the station still, like <laughs> waiting for the tampon train. But it's yeah. funny you should say that because. Uh, I think it's interesting because I always thought when I was younger, oh my god, they're so much more advanced, but um, advanced even. But they're not. It's just their activities and the hobbies that they yeah. were in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think because um, I danced a lot, so that's I'm grateful that I used you know tampons so early. Although it wasn't a decision made because I danced, it was literally just my sister like throwing a tampon at me and going get in there <laughs> um, and like coaching me from outside the bathroom door. Um, but mm. um, but yeah, it definitely made things easier. And then, you know, not to say that you can't dance or do gymnastics or whatever using a pad instead, but it did... Just it be was, a bit more difficult, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's just a bit yeah. more difficult, a bit more uncomfortable have, as well. Um, you wouldn't have the wings hanging out your leotard or anything no, like that. You don't so. want, you don't want no, that. No, um, no. But I think there is a belief that tampons aren't for people who have just started menstruating. So like for beginners, right. it should be pads. That's mm. what a lot of people think. And I think that's yeah. kind of vastly unfair. I think you're underestimating that child <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. it's not it you know it's nothing to do with um yes there are obviously ones that are easier to use to you know easier to get the the hang of but regardless of when you start using tampons or for example a menstrual cup if you start using them at all obviously because some people don't won't ever use those things and that's totally fine it's really important to find what works for you but if you do, you need to, it's going to take a little while to get the hang of it, no matter when you start using it. Like whether you start yeah. using it when you first yeah. have your period or when you're like five, ten years down the line. Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it should be For a sure. personal choice anyway. Mm. And I suppose, like you say, in in a way, my mum, she got exasperated when you were ill or hurt yourself or something. It was just how she reacted. <laughs> but her phoning auntie jean mm. and having that conversation mm. was quite forward thinking yeah like you say because mm. uh and then you know she yeah she took of, she'd recognized that your needs would be different, were different because of hers yeah, yeah because of yeah. the swimming and stuff which exactly. i think and she recognized that her sister would maybe be better placed to advise on it so i yeah. think that's really that's yeah. actually quite surprisingly um yeah good of, it was of her yeah cool mm. do you want to do you want to talk about your first period story millie Seeing as we we've just done ours, <laughs> I feel like I I feel like I have before. Have you? I feel like I have. Um, I'll tell it again. But when I tell it, you're going to be like, "Yes, you have told this before." Mum hasn't heard it. That's true. That's true. Um, 
So I came on my period when I was, I think I was the same, I think I was about 12, 13 um, at the time. And it, it was before, I can't remember. So if I was 12, 13, Jasper would have been 19. So yeah, he hadn't gone to uni yet. So he was still at home. So I still had my second oldest brother at home and my younger brother at home. And my oldest brother had moved out. Um, and I came on my period and I was like, well, I didn't know that I'd come on my period. I just kind of saw a splat in my knickers and left them in the bathroom. It's <laughs> just so kind of like, that's a bit dodgy. I'll just leave them there. <laughs> so then I, I took them off. I remember they were like um, black um, like uh, briefs. But they had like shooting stars on them and I'd left them in the bathroom and then my mum came my mum came in my room with my with my pants like this. She had a face like oh oh she came in and she went she went <laughs> holding the gusset of the knickers and she was like Now this is your period. This is what this is <laughs> And I was led in bed, reading my probably reading a um a book or something and I was like, Okay, great. <laughs> And um, get out of here, mum. Yeah, and I was like, okay, fantastic. And then, and then she kind of in her back pocket, she was like, so here's a sanitary towel, and like, and then we just kind of went over, like, you put it in your knickers like this, whatever. Sat in bed in my nighty, just looking at mum doing it, like, <laughs> oh my god. And then, um, she was she was ridiculous. So my mum, <laughs> my mum had her um, had a hysterectomy when I was nine years old, so she didn't have periods anymore. So it was so she'd obviously had some pads ready for when I'd started kind of thing. She probably thought, she's getting stroppy. I better get some pads in or something like that. It's happening. And, yeah. So she didn't She didn't um, do anything like that anymore. So we didn't have anything around the house. And I hadn't seen anything of that sort around the house since I was nine, because obviously she'd had a hysterectomy. And my... Um, so my oldest sibling is my brother, but um, uh, he transitioned when, when uh, two years ago. So... Uh, he, he he's a menstruator. He he was a menstruator at the time, um, and uh, but he wasn't at home, so I didn't see those products because he'd already yeah. moved out. He's he's ten years older than me, um, so he'd already moved out. So I didn't see them, and I didn't really know what they were. I I saw tampons when my mum's friend came over, and she, but she had like the jumbo ones, mm. and I was like, mm, <laughs> <laughs> they are not getting that in goes me. where. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was like absolutely not and then um I remember that uh that friend stayed with us for a few nights and so she had like the box in the bathroom um and uh I remember p- trying to put one of them in me my mum must have found the remnants and been like oh but like this jumbo tampon it was like the I think it was orange or something. It might not have been jumbo, but at, in my head I was like, "What on it's earth?" Massive, is that? yeah, yeah. And then I remember trying to put that in. I must have been like, it must have been a, like a few months after I'd first, since Menark, a few months after Menark. And um, yeah, I remember trying to do it and it just not happening. And uh, yeah, and then I didn't use tampons until way, way later. But the story that I'm gonna say now, you're gonna be like, "Yes, you have told me this before," where um. I used a pad and then the bin was full in the bathroom. So I just took the pad out and left it on the side of the bath. I don't remember and that story. Have I not told you this? I don't think so. <laughs> 
I so I'd gone to the toilet in the in the same bathroom where those pad those tampons were, and um, bear in mind my brothers, my brother, my older brother is still at home, and I've looked and I've been like, oh, I need to change my pad. It was in the morning before school. I had my I had my tights on and my school skirt, and I was like, oh, I need to change my pad. It's the morning. Took the pad out, looked at the bin, and I was like, ah, bin's full. I'll just leave it on the bath. <laughs> Not wrapped up. <laughs> Nothing. Just stuck that the sticky brilliant. side down on the edge of the bath, and then. By the um, way, Mum, I left came... something in the bathroom for you. <laughs> just not, yeah. not even didn't even say a word. Just changed it, and then I'm off to school now. Left, came home from school, and my mum was like, "Millie, Jasper was absolutely mortified. He went in the bathroom to get ready for college, and there, staring back at him, was your bloody sanitary towel. If the bin is full, wrap it up, <laughs> empty the bin, and put the sanitary towel in the bin." And I stood there like, "Yes." <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. That was very, very oh, stupid. <laughs> Leaving it. But what what did I think I was going to do? Just leave it there and just come get it later? That What was I thinking? <laughs> so stupid. I've actually... Your story's actually just reminded me of something. I can't believe I'm about to say this in public. But hmm? of something I did when I was much younger, I think. And I'd, it's when I'd just been told about or just heard about periods being a thing and I found like stuff in my knickers and I took them to my mum to be like is this blood and she went no that's poo (laughs) (laughs) no 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 Actually, crying. Where was your mum? Was she sat on this on this on on the sofa? Was she at the dining room table? No, I think I called her like into my. I think I called her into my room. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> called her into your room to identify the poo and presented pre- presented my skid mark knickers to her. And she was like, <laughs> and I was like, "Is this my?" Favorite? And she was like, no. "Absolutely not." <laughs> I didn't know. Maybe like, you were quite desperate to start. I think I was. It was when I was very, still very young, mm. and clearly hadn't learned how to wipe my bum. <laughs> <laughs> but had heard what it was, and mm. like kind of knew. I don't think I'd been taught about it yet. Mm. I was going to say, did you sure. think it was period, or um, were you just worried about a bloody bum? But you were um, actually concerned it was <laughs> a period. No, it was. It was just like a little. A, mm. It was just a. Li- it was just a little skid mark. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's something. Oh, I, okay. I'd heard about, yeah, I'd heard about periods and that it happens, but I definitely hadn't been taught it yet. So I mm. knew that you see, you know, stains in your underwear. <laughs> mm. And I was like, mum. And you were like, oh, God. My period. And you were like, no. <laughs> no, that's poo. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a fun. Did you laugh when that happened though? Did you leave the room and laugh? Were you like, how funny? No, I didn't laugh. I think. No, not you, your mum. Oh, she doesn't remember. I don't remember. Oh, I would have left the room and been like, lol. I don't remember you laughing, so I think you did a very good job of kind of keeping a straight face and being like, no, no, that's poo. You haven't wiped your bum properly. 
and then just leaving. And I was like, oh, okay. My mum would oh, definitely have nice. rounded up rounded up anybody in the house and been like, take a look at this. <laughs> Guess what she did. Guess what she's just asked me. Um, she definitely would have. Yeah, so that's just reminded me of that, which made me laugh a lot. Um, I don't remember my sister having a, starting her period. Like, I don't remember that being a thing. No, interesting, because your sister is an exceptionally private person, mm-hmm. always has been, and that's just her nature, that's who she is. And she, when she started her periods, I didn't know. So she, really, she's she was she's an incredibly independent <clears throat> person as well as being a very private person and always has been. And she started her periods and and I had um, tampons and pads in the house because you know to I knew at some point the girls would start. Um, so I just had them in the house and told them where they were. And. Um, and she had been having periods for several months before I found out. And no way. Because I was doing, I was doing some washing, and um, she and found some pants that were a bit stained. And so I kind of just said to her, "Oh, you started your periods," and she shut yeah, the conversation ages ago, down. Mom. Yeah, it was <laughs> kind of a bit like that. I kind of said, "Oh, when?" And I don't, I don't even know how long ago it had happened um because the you know she didn't want to talk about it and shut the conversation down but that's so there was no Mm. and there wouldn't have been any kind of big discussion or anything anyway i know we've got some family friends who Mm. had uh they've got three daughters and when each of them started their periods there was there was a a family dinner and, oh my god and when each of her daughters started their periods they had a family dinner there was a family celebration and she bought them flowers that's amazing yeah. oh how lovely i never, I never felt about it it would be interesting I to ask, ask them. them yeah yeah um but yeah so god all i got didn't... was like months of teasing from my brothers i would have loved a bunch of yeah, flowers I can, yeah i can remember being uh, my with my I do can remember being really mortified I had quite bad period pain one day I didn't get bad period pains until um after, until I was on HRT actually uh. but um I had like one time it must have been quite bad and and my mum took me to the doctors um and uh when I came back my brothers were like oh have you got appendicitis then or something and my mum told them that no it was period pain and so I was really really embarrassed and they just kind of started teasing me and being really horrible because older brothers are aren't they yeah Um, yeah and that was it and I can remember them teasing me more when I first started wearing a bra oh yeah they were horrible about that well because uh my mum and I think somebody started calling my bra mouse's hammocks (laughs) And, and it was hideous. And they, Pardon? And things would hang on the washing line. Oh, my god! They'd go, look, Mousy's hammocks. And they'd ping them, ping my bra on my back and oh, stuff. No. It was horrible. They were horrible. Oh. Anyway, I'm going to give them a right clip round the air next time <laughs> yeah. I see them. I'm okay now. I do love them, obviously. <laughs> and they don't, take, they don't yeah, ping your bra anymore. <laughs> no, Imagine no. when we get together at Christmas, my yeah. uncle's running around pinging bra straps. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Because I, I don't remember... Yeah, I kind of remember after I started it just being like a non-thing. It's just a thing. I don't think I told you. Um, um, yeah, I don't know how I found out. Probably a similar way. I probably just at some point found realized. it. Realized, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Because Catherine, were you were you mortified after the poo experience that you were just so um, do you know not I going there do again? Remember, until I definitely started, I do remember not when I I sometimes wonder whether I'd actually started my period a bit earlier, but been so nervous about being like, <laughs> is this my period? And someone going, no, that's poo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I waited because I do remember waiting until it was like it was red, like mm. because you know the first usually the first time it's it might be like a little bit brown, mm. but I was like I'm not showing that to anyone <laughs> in case they tell me it's poo. Um, again, no, definitely again, <laughs> but it was definitely uh, definitely blood. Um, so my first question is: Was there a point, or what kind of was the point where? you realised, oh crap, I have to talk to my daughters about periods. So like, was it when you realised, when when you had a girl, like literally when you birthed a girl, were you like, oh, at some point I'm going to have to have a conversation about periods? Or no. was there a point? Initial like, thought. <laughs> yeah, it's a girl. Oh thought, God. Oh, periods. Yeah, at what point were you like, oh, this is going to be a thing? Did it kind of... Uh, interesting. I don't... I don't recall a moment. I'd, it certainly a wasn't. Moment. Yeah, it certainly wasn't anything that occurred to me when your sister was born or when you were born, um, because you've got, you've got a million of other things to think about <laughs> at that point, and the last thing in your mind is talking to them about things like that. But um, I do remember thinking that I wanted to be more open mm. uh, than my mum was with me, um, but I don't. Now I don't think I was that open, really. Um, you did alright, but uh, thanks. <laughs> um, but I do. I think probably I had this book. We talked about this the other day, mm. didn't we? I had a book um, that I probably bought when your sister was, because um, you know kids ask lots and lots of questions all the time, and they ask questions that sometimes are quite difficult to answer. Um, and you worry as a parent that you're you worry about giving them the right information that's right for them at that time Mm. Um, but you want to answer the question and I had this amazing book by this lady called Dr Miriam Stoppard who was like a a TV doctor or women's magazine doctor at, at the time and it was called questions children ask and how to answer them and it oh cool it was the most brilliant book and it had questions ranging from what happens when you die where do where does the moon come from you know where do babies come from what's oh, period cool. but it absolutely everything it wasn't just about menstruation and sex and yeah. those it was about everything um all sorts of things that's super cool and and it had the questions and then different answers for different age, age ranges mm. and so I used that. I don't know how I found out about it, but anyway, I used that book um, and kind of occasionally mentioned it. And um, yeah, and you started, uh, your sister, I remember asking me one day what sanitary towels were and pads, because I use pads at night. Mm -hmm. So I remember her asking what they were uh, and I did explain as much as I could that 
you know your tummy gets ready for a baby each month and if you don't have a baby that comes out in blood whatever but you said you remember asking me when you were quite young what sanitary towels were and I told you they were what did I tell you they were no so I remember there being a so there's a home video we used to have oh yeah um that's right or we might still have it somewhere but I remember watching the home video um, oh, yeah. of when we were young so I think I was about three so my sister must have been about five yeah um and I remember it, it was like we were in the grounds of a stately home having a picnic <laughs> And my sister found a pad in your bag and went, Mum, what's this? Mm-hmm. And you, like, probably, to be fair, you were A, on film, and B, in the grounds of a stately home. <laughs> she went, oh, it's a plaster. <laughs> yeah? So my sister took it out of the trap and stuck it on her knee. <laughs> <laughs> no! That's yeah. so funny. And the fact that you have that on a video... I know. Oh I my! Also remember, I also remember you being like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter." And she kept asking. She kept being like, "But what is it?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> why did that? Why would you just tell me what it is? And then so yeah, Mum literally just went, oh, "It's a plaster." So she stuck it, just stuck it on her knee. Yeah, yeah. She's like, it's a very big yeah. plaster. And then uh, 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 it must have been a, a couple of years after that that she asked again in the bath. She, I remember clearly she was in the bath and she asked about them and that's when I explained. I thought, well, you know, she really wants to know, so I explained. Mm, yeah. And I did, um, I bought a book when you were a little bit older mm. um, that was a book called The Period Book um, that was written by, was recommended to me by a friend who had older daughters and it was written by a woman and her 15-year-old daughter and it was meant to be about, you know, it just explained what happened and how to deal with periods and what different mm. sanitary protection was, menstruation products were, uh, period products. And, um, yeah, but you s- said you don't... And I just kind of said, here, you might want to read this. But I, I remember don't there, remember having a moment. I remember there moment. being a book mm. and I remember reading bits of a book, but I don't remember what book it was. Yeah. And I remember, um, I remember reading it but keeping it... I remember finding it in here. I think mm. before you'd given it to me, because yeah. I think my sister must have had it at this point. But I remember finding it in here on the bookshelf mm. um, and taking it into my room and keeping it under my pillow so that yeah. you didn't see it. So I didn't know that you were yeah, reading so it. So that you but, didn't. Yeah. Know, yeah, oh, so how I lovely! It. I mean, I'm sure you probably did know. I, I did read it. Yeah, obviously. But um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I remember. Doing and I that. lent it to friends. I've lent it to several yeah. friends. I don't know where it is now. But there you go. So that's that. Still under Catherine's pillow. You're still under my pillow. (laughs) Yeah. There was no moment where I thought, oh, I've got to talk to them about this. It was just something, Mm. you know, it happened from time to time. That yeah. Did you, this kind of comes on to it, because you were saying that you would, you kind of hoped that you'd be more open about it than your mum was. Mm. Did you have any expectations on how you wanted to handle it? Or was that like the main one is just being yeah that was the main one I generally all round I I wanted our relationship to be different to the one I had with my mum and so that and that was just part of it that that we would talk a bit more and be Mm. more open and yeah stuff so yeah that was the main thing I didn't it wasn't like a big thing that sort of either hung over me or that I'd planned mm. or anything like that unlike that friend of ours who clearly had a big plan <laughs> for her daughters um, I do remember um I don't remember having many kind of like straight up conversations with you like that like I don't remember sitting down 
and having like the old birds and the bees conversation no, no we didn't um, do it like now we've got to talk about this i yeah tried to deal with it as and when it came up in conversation yeah. and i think um what i do remember doing with you though which i definitely found helpful not about um periods or about sex but about like other things that you know trouble young young people is writing writing notes to you and yes them on your pillow yes so like if i felt awkward talking to you about something mm. which i think is probably a good tip mm, for yeah it um, is actually people with children with young yeah with yeah. children yeah and sometimes i used to write I... yeah i'd write you notes and leave them on your pillow and then you'd, yeah you'd write them back to me if they warranted a response or if it was just like me telling you something you'd yeah just read it like yeah, i've was... pooed my knickers again mum <laughs> <laughs> Can you teach me to wipe my bum? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think I need help. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah no, that was good. That that note writing thing. You did that a couple of times. I remember. Yeah. About I remember quite I was, big things that remember, were going on in your. I life. remember writing you one to ask if I could start wearing a bra, <laughs> or it was either asking if I could start wearing a bra, or asking if I could use deodorant. Mm. It was one or the other. Oh, cute. Uh, lots of lots of the girls at school are wearing bras or wearing deodorant or whatever. Um, can I? I think it was about a bra, mm. and I was still at primary school at the time. And I was like, "Oh, some of the girls are wearing bras. Um, do you think I can get one?" And you responding and being like, "Well, maybe not like a proper bra, but we can look at some mm. like just the little like <laughs> training bras." Ones. Yeah. yeah. And then I think after that we went shopping for mm. a training bra. Yeah. So that yeah, I thought I thought that worked quite well. So that's yeah. any Very any tips? top tip for um See yeah, I used to write my mum notes, but it would be things like sorry I did this. Because <laughs> oh, I didn't I did want to go well. and apologise well. myself. I also, did, I also did that. Yeah. But she's um, but it's funny because she's got rid of all the notes where they're sorry mum, but she's kept all the notes where it's like, Love you, mum and it's like Mum, come on. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Um, I think I've only got one other question at the moment, oh, unless okay. I think of others as we go. But would is there anything you'd do differently if you had either... With raising girls and... with Yeah, with raising daughters and particularly around kind of d- difficult discussions like periods and sex and stuff. Um, um... Or if, or if you have any tips that you would give to a future parent, maybe. Yeah, I think in terms of... There's a few things, really. I mean, the, the, the one thing which we, we have talked about, Catherine, is your, uh, your struggle with period pains and mm. polycystic ovaries and endometriosis and all of yeah. that stuff. I feel... I do feel quite... And sometimes I feel like I let you down a bit because I didn't maybe necessarily take that as seriously as I could have done but I don't I don't know because I know that you had really bad period pains and you used to take time off school and stuff um and you were also quite volatile as a teenager that's a very diplomatic way of putting it what a word (laughs) volatile For the yeah. record, wow. I'd just like to That's say an that I, I never had any, um, like, ill feeling towards the way you handled my bad periods. I thought you did a really a really good job okay. of Thank getting you. me to the doctor when I needed to be at the doctor and letting me have time off when I needed time off. Mm. You weren't. You never once said, oh, just yeah, deal just with it. It's with just, it. like, something you have or, yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I could see no. that you were in a lot of pain, so you yeah. know, it was kind of uh, obvious. But I've always but... felt I've always felt quite grateful that you good. weren't that way. So. Oh, good. Yeah, well, that's good then. So I... Um... Oh, that's so lovely. You volatile teenager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Challenging <laughs> times. Isn't that so, right? Yeah, you turned out absolutely brilliantly. Thanks. So that's good. Um, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tips for parents of people who have periods just kind of yeah don't make a big thing of it I'd say mm. you know don't kind of think like I said I never thought I've got to sit down and have this conversation you just kind of deal with it as and when questions arise and as and when that um, you feel it's appropriate and, <clears throat> and maybe try and kind of you, you we all know our children well enough generally to know what they can cope with in terms of information and what yeah. we don't feel they can cope I with. I think so. That's also, an interesting point. in terms of, and this is only something that I have kind of considered since I've become more knowledgeable about periods and the stigma and everything like that, um, and I think this is something a lot of parents don't do that might be a positive thing to do. But I think discussing periods is just like a normal topic of conversation, like mm-hmm. not just discussing periods when your children have a question or when something comes mm. comes up to address. Yeah. Um, I think just like discussing them like in everyday life, like, you know, if if you are a mother and you're in in pain or or what yeah or whatever and your your just son or daughter it. is like oh what's wrong with you and you'd be like oh i've got period pains and then mm. literally mm. just having normal conversations that surround yeah periods before they ask questions and before like things arise that you then need to, need to discuss mm. um mm. because then i think it does feel more like a non-issue yes. and like a just like a yeah another just, one of those things yeah it's just and i think that, that i don't think life. i don't think that's something that like I'm not saying like you didn't do that and you no. should have done this. I think like, yeah, I think you did a, a good job of doing what you did. I just think that's something that I'd would encourage as someone who has never had kids. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. advice, my <laughs> advice to parents, um, even yeah. though I am, I am not one. Um, but I think that it would be yeah, it's something I'd cause, and from poop. So, um, oh, what is her name? Is it Sarah Sprawl? oh yeah on instagram yeah. so there's yeah so there's a woman on instagram called sarah sprawl who um is a sex and relationships educator and she specializes in helping have those conversations with mm. with parents or guardians mm. and their young people mm. um and she i've seen her say kind of a lot about that about how um she yeah just kind of discussing it in everyday conversation yeah. before it becomes a thing. a thing um and then it just kind of you know is one yeah. of, is another thing that you know about and talk about and is um is discussed in your household that was definitely something that happened in, in my family definitely mm. uh, it was talked about a lot um no, a lot it wasn't it was talked about openly openly yeah. things things were definitely definitely discussed um openly yeah. it didn't stop things from being funny like when i had the sex talk my brothers came in and sat there like ready <laughs> for me to be like ew but I, I, yeah, I didn't say that I think, but, but I they sat there laughing once, but for sure mm. yeah I think definitely once we particularly once we grew up a bit and you know were menstruating and that was a thing it wasn't something that wasn't talked about in the house like we mm. would still we'd discuss it and like we'd ask we'd put tampons on the shopping list when dad was doing the shopping and yeah stuff like that like it was never mm. something that wasn't 
that was all kind of hush hush mm. but um, i think that makes for a good environment um for 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 living yeah, yeah completely yeah yeah i agree although i do remember one time tampons being on the shopping list when dad was doing the shopping and him going do you really want me to get those <laughs> and we yeah. were like yes yeah <laughs> yes please yeah. dad <laughs> yeah. he wasn't always comfortable around no. discussing periods and things no. um but what what would you uh maybe recommend to new parents or maybe parents who are approaching the discussion around sex and relationships education stroke what do you wish you did differently mm. Mm. good question good question <laughs> similar to the period question i don't think uh i don't think kind of sitting down and having the talk is the is a good thing necessarily because mm. a it makes it kind of seem like something separate from everyday life and it isn't it's intrinsic in everyday life mm. um and b it kind of you know it builds it up into this really big cringy thing and it's mm. just embarrassing for everyone so i suppose trying to have conversations generally around things you know if you're watching even watching things like soap operas on tv is a really good opportunity sometimes to have questions about what's a healthy relationship or discussions rather about what's a healthy relationship and what isn't mm. and that kind of stuff That's so really true. um and i i i don't know that we well we weren't we didn't openly discuss sex and sexual relationships um other than t to try and make sure the girls protected themselves mm -hmm. um but i did try to make sure uh that the girls were confident enough and had enough self-esteem to recognize or to try and not get into re relationships or if they're in relationships that weren't good for them to be able to recognize that it's really 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 hard because mm. you you want your children to be happy whatever um and you worry about them ending up in a relationship that isn't good for them um but if they love that person what can you do it's really tricky you know and at yeah. the moment you know actually we're very very grateful that the girls are both in relationships with people that care for them and are good for them and they're happy so but if they How weren't lovely. and if they were in a relationship with somebody that was like a shit then that would be quite difficult yeah but yeah so in answer to the question i think you just have to try and kind of have conversations when the opportunity arises because mm. teenagers mm. particularly are not very good at having conversations anyway they don't want to have <laughs> full stop yeah parents yeah. <laughs> um, and you have to also maybe kind of hope that they've got other people that they can have conversations with say Catherine did there was a, a her close friend's mum lived up the road so if we were having a bit of a row or if she kind of wasn't in the mood to talk to me I know sometimes she went and spoke to her friend's mum or there were other people around that she could talk to so mm. and your sister yeah so yeah I was also quite grateful that when um this is, is a bit of a crossover between periods and um the kind of sex talk the sex stuff 
Um, but when I was young and was struggling with period pains, the and the doctor put me on the pill, there was no kind of um, no pushback from you mm. about the fact that because I know a lot some parents can yeah find that quite difficult and think that it's just kind of a gateway to you know having having sex yeah. and, then, and then it's like but also even if they are having sex wouldn't you rather they were on the pill anyway um, yes than, absolutely than not yes so absolutely. like but um but yeah there was no kind of oh well I, I don't think she should go on that because what if it makes her want to have sex all the time yes um, yes it was like a yeah that's a genuine treatment for what she's struggling with so yes Oh, well, interestingly, yeah. that's reminding me of a story which I can tell, and you can edit it or keep it if you want to, which is when my mum found out that I was on the pill. Mm-hmm. And she went ballistic. Did she really? Absolutely went ballistic. So did you take no it, way. You'd taken to get yourself on it yourself? I was at university. No so, way. You know, so, uh, and she went nuts. Absolutely <gasps> went nuts. And, and, and my auntie Jean... Mm-hmm. Uh, who I was very I was very close to and she only lived a few doors up the road and I kind of went down there and you know and I can remember her saying exactly that that you just said and that's what reminded me you know to my mum surely you'd rather she was on the pill and using contraception (laughs) if she's and and, yeah so yeah well done Jean yeah (laughs) go Um, Jean so yeah very um uh, yeah, that was just a random little story yeah. about what my education was like. But uh, yeah, but basically that was always, you know, mm. Mm. if you if you ever get pregnant, don't bother coming home. Oh dear. There you go. Oof. But Gosh. anyway, it was a different time. No, because it's so funny. Because when I fell pregnant, so I had an ectopic pregnancy uh, last year. But when I when I was in the hospital. Um, I wasn't going in for surgery or anything yet. I was just waiting. The nurses said to me, I think it's time you told your mum. And I was petrified of telling my mum that I was pregnant um, because of that saying, if you are preg- if, if you fall pregnant, don't come home. She had yeah, never no. said that to me. She had no. never, mm. ever fact, said that. In fact, I actually remember you say, specifically saying over the dinner table once, <laughs> um, just so you both know, you wouldn't be kicked out if, yeah, you, please were, if you were pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like, an FYI. I didn't want you to feel like that. Yeah, I I, know, I do remember that being just like a random <laughs> comment. I don't know if we were talking about something related at the time, but I remember that being a comment over the table. I think actually I'd asked if you'd ever kick us out for anything. Mm. And you and dad both said there's there's nothing you could do that would make us kick you out. No. But in sp- particular How saying nice. if you get pregnant, you will not be kicked out of this house. Mm. Um, we'll have a we'll have a talk. <laughs> we'll have a little chit chat. But um, yeah. then when my mum when I did tell my mum and she came she came to the hospital, the first thing she said to me was, "Why didn't you tell me?" Mm. And I sat there and I was like, "Oh, I should have told you right from the get go." I'd only known for like three hours, but I still should mm. have told her. But the whole thing, the whole the whole reason that I think I felt like that was because my mum had my oldest sibling when she was 19 and she'd mm. always been like please don't do what i did please don't, don't do what i did same thing yeah and i was 21 mm. but even when she showed up she was like well, why didn't you tell me you absolute buffoon <laughs> <laughs> and i literally be. looked at her and i was like i so should have told you <laughs> but yeah funny isn't it funny isn't it how yeah. like people have like this like fear because mm. of 
they don't necessarily feel I don't know where I'm going with that no I know what you mean I know what you mean yeah I do think uh I I do think with my mum I think that was probably quite true it probably would have happened Mm. but um yeah interesting isn't it quite different it is interesting Um, parents are funny parents are funny I don't have any other questions for you do you have any other questions Mene no I don't think I do other than what was it like raising two girls what was it like raising two oh. girls? Yeah, oh, I thought you're about. I thought you're about to say, what was it like raising Catherine? <laughs> <laughs> what was it like raising volatile poo pants, Catherine? <laughs> yeah, not good. Uh, raising two. She's girls always was, booing herself. Um, was <laughs> raising two girls um, has been great. So uh, yeah, challenging during teenage years. My mum always said she had two boys and then me. And she always used to say that uh, boys were much easier oh. than girls as a parent. Always, not not always. even just boys were, boys were easier as they were girls. older. No, just she always just oh. used to say it was easier to bring up boys than girls. Oh, brilliant! And um, well, you really hit the jackpot, <laughs> didn't you? And um, but I obviously I don't know what it's like to raise boys, um, but I'm the teenage years were challenging. Um, because it can be challenging having teenage girls in the house. But, um, uh, you know. And you're quite close in age, right? Me and my sister. A couple of years, yeah. Yeah, two years. Yeah, Yeah, so, um, you know, we had from when your sister was 13 or so to when you were coming out, so when she was going into it, until you came out the other end mm-hmm. it's probably about seven years or something um so you know it, seven but, years of hell but it uh now volatile but it's it's lovely i i'm we i think we have a good relationship and they're, mm. they're good company and i like spending time with them oh thanks yeah i do think i do think that um g- girl having girl what am I saying? Having no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Being a parent, being Why? a parent, and 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 having daughters, mm. and then them being adults. Having adult daughters is much more fun than having adult sons. Mm. Do you think? I'm not a parent of adult either. <laughs> <laughs> However, I do think so. Yes, because um, when when my mum's getting stressed about things and she puts things in the group chat, I'm always the one that's like, oh, mum. Because oh, obviously yeah. my, brother lives, my brother lives in Spain. It's not like we only communicate through a group chat. It's just because he lives yeah. hundreds of miles away. So um, in the, I'm like, oh, mum, it's okay. And he's like, get on with it. Never mind. Do you need money? <laughs> <laughs> that's, funny, really funny. that's kind of what my sister's yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> if if she responds at all, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, but then also, boys, boy, boy, adult children can be fun, I guess. Boy, adult children. Yeah. Oh, what, you know what I mean? Adult males, yeah. sons, sons, adult sons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. But I would, I would much rather have daughters. Yeah, I would always say that now, but then obviously Damn I wouldn't straight. if if I had sons i would say that differently mm. so oh that yeah. is true that is true <laughs> yeah you've got two adult sons i'd so rather daughters yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah wish i had daughters. yeah 
Um, yeah, that kind of brings us to the end of this episode, I think. It does. It does. I've loved this episode. This has taken over number one. Has it really? <laughs> yeah, it has. I is it, rank is them. It the sto- is it the poo story? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I um cool. I always rank the po- the podcast at the end when it's like oh I think that's the end I'm like this is now my favorite or this is my second yeah. favorite or but They're this is now my favorite. favorite though aren't they surely each new no. one must yeah. be your favorite no <laughs> no <laughs> okay no there no 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 some of them I'm like this is my favorite the STI one was not one of my favorites was it no. not I haven't listened to that one yet I really liked that one Mummy are going to find out that I had two STIs oh. Okay. Oh, <laughs> just realised that you haven't listened to that episode. No, I yet. haven't listened to it yet. There you go. But I mean, lots of people get them, don't they? You'll find out <laughs> on the episode. You yeah. certainly will. Yeah, true um, that. That's it. Thanks for coming. Well, yeah, thank, thank you. For having me. You enjoyed yourself. I have enjoyed was that, myself. Was that stressful yeah. at all? No, not at all. <laughs> you know me. I can like sit and have a conversation with That's anybody. True. That is true. Anytime about anything. Oh, I lo- so, I've loved love this. This has been fantastic. I'm glad yeah. you've enjoyed it. Oh, good. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. I would have been cleaning otherwise. Yeah, she actually did Saturday tell me. Morning. She was like, well, you you do have to clean the house after the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I was like, great. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll go. That's goodbye from us. I feel like a news anchor. Yeah, goodbye. Um, and we'll speak to everyone else next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Have a good week. That's the end of this week's episode. If you want to hear more from us, you can follow us on Instagram if you like for period and menstrual health stuff. Follow me at Bloody Honest. For relationships and sex education, follow Millie at RSC with Millie. And for podcast updates and to be the first to know when a new episode is out, follow that Bloody Sex Podcast. We'll be back for more things we aren't supposed to talk about next week. See you then.